0: great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Main Grog here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice cold day. Well, I wanted to talk about my style of gaming. Now, everything I've talked on this channel, from setting benchmarks to having a down and dirty system and, you know, simpler ways to do hit points and other things, all feeds into my style of gaming. Now, that may not be your style of gaming. But I'm going to tell you mine, and maybe it might help. You may have a oh, totally different way of doing it. But this is mine. I am referring to, well, I call it meatball gaming, or meatball GMing, I should say. And that is stole I took that from Richard Hooker's book, M.A.S.H. I love the movie, the TV show is all right, but I read the novel, and He talks about meatball surgery in the field. It's not the best in the world, the cleanest, but it's fast and it gets the job done. That's the way I feel about this. There are things I got to keep in mind and all these other things. I got all my ducks. This doesn't mean I don't do prep, but that's what happens when I'm behind the screen. It's meatball GMing. It may not be beautiful, but it's, it keeps the story, it keeps it going, the pace. And I've got a few, you know, a few things I'd like to keep in mind when I'm doing this. Number one is pacing. Everything is subservient to pacing to me. The monsters, the treasure, the rooms, Everything. That and the spotlight, because this is a game where the PCs are the featured players. So, you've got to be able to spotlight one, two, you know, move the spotlight along to highlight every player, give them a chance to do whatever they do. Believe me, they'll take a chance. But you get the point. I'm trying to say you got to, you know, feature them for a little bit each game and the pacing. Boom, boom, boom. It's got to go... A certain way you know and that's that's all that's basically my main rule my second one is everything is changeable and or expendable okay they didn't go into the cave you planned fine don't use it they went into the forest instead do you have anything else you can do in there i can ad lib something if i don't have anything in my notes here fine so you don't. They didn't use. You didn't use the cave encounter. Beautiful. Save it for later. Save it for another time. Just save it. Okay. That's the se- That's the third thing, which is whatever you don't use, save it. Put it on a, a sheet. Put it on a a file on your computer. Put it somewhere that you can use later. Because you can. You know. I'm all for recycling. I mean, it's a green campaign. And that. That's really important. You've got to save what you did. Why do something twice if you can pull from somewhere else? It happens all the time with us creative types. And finally, I'm going to talk about, well, actually, there's one more thing before I get to the final one. Don't let magic phase you. Don't let it throw you. Now, you know, there's a lot of spells out there. And that is there is a chance that a well placed spell could potentially cut things short, if you know what I mean. So you've got to but don't let it phase you. You gotta roll with it. This is part of the improvisation of the GM. You really have to do that. And you know, some people like, you know, well, okay, the last game I ran. They had had one room with with the ogre chief and two and an ogre chief and two ogre lieutenants. Now the ogre chief was the big bad, okay. But one of the player characters threw a sleep spell. Both of those ogre lieutenants failed their saves. Boom! They went. I, boom! They went down. And I could have done stuff like, oh well, they have you know, or adjusted it here like the, maybe they're you know adjust the hit point point. maybe you can say they're tougher than normal ogres or some excuse some BS excuse like that but I didn't I said boom okay they're down now you got to fight the big bad that's the way it goes sometimes you know just roll with it don't let magic throw you off in fact don't let anything throw you off if a player does something you're not expect you're not expecting you're in D- handle it Handle it. I've seen GMs. This is the scary, scary part. I've seen GMs. G, even GMs who are seasoned veterans. Guys have been play, running a long time. And you do something, they can't handle it. They just, they. oh, man. Oh, man, I didn't know. Blah blah blah. blah. No, no, just handle it. Come on. Use your brain. You know, got to learn to think on your feet. And finally, let me talk about fudging. I know it's a controversial subject, the GM fudging and all that kind of stuff. Well, let me just say this. As far as fudging goes, if you're going to do it, make sure it's always in the player's favor. Don't ever fudge against them. If you're going to change a die roll or something... You know, sitting there, you change a die roll behind the screen. It's got to be in their favor. You cannot go against them. That—that That is, un- to, to me, that's unfair. That is unfair. Some people say fudging yourself is unfair. Yes, I know. But I'm saying that that is unfair within the context of the game. It really is. And I will always fudge in their favor. I will, ch- if I thought, f- <laughs> I guess I admitted it, I uh, I will do that. I may change hit points in their favor of the monsters in their favor. I may change the AC of the monsters in their favor. Okay. You know, I try and I got it. You got to roll with it. And it's all part of the pace too. You got to control the pace of the game. Anyway, like I said, it's not fancy, but that's what you got to do. I'm sure there's other GMs out there who probably do the same thing. Or some that don't, and this is not to say I don't prep or anything either. I do do my prep, but sometimes no matter how much you prep, you know players are going to throw it, throw you something, throw something at you that okay, let's. That's the point where you rely on your prep. That's the point where you rely on your campaign prep. Not exactly, not quite. You don't have to rely on the scenario prep, but if you know your campaign world well enough, even if it's a new world, you can write a few things down you know, beforehand. Two or three things. If you know that beforehand, that's where you get to shine. That's where you you fall back on. Like I said, fall back on your prep. Okay? Got it? Anyway, I got to go start my day. So, if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Or you can drop a voicemail and Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you two can help support this program. And I would thank you. And I, there's also a Ko-Fi page. I have a Ko-Fi page. ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard if you want to give that way. In the meantime, I would like to thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy and Joe, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Other good podcasters, Dan Griggs, the Jung, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar podcast. There's Mark C. Wallring's the Yawning Albear podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps podcast. We have Daniel Norton at the Bandits Keep podcast. Randy and Joe at the Biggest Geekest podcast. Big John Allen, Large with the Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tenkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.